TheChairShot.com. TheChairShot.com. Always. Always. Use your head. You are now listening to ChairShot Radio. Always use your head. The following podcast is being brought to you by Chair Shot Radio. Head trauma. I was not prepared for that. I was in my mind. I was going to do the NWO music. The new world order. What's up, ladies and gentlemen, and everybody else? Uh, it's your boy Rance, aka Ray Cash, back again with some uh, mid midweek mainstay head trauma for you. Of course, I got my partner in crime, my better half, Mister Mags, the Big Fish. Uh, what's up, my brother? I'm doing good. I mean, I'm now property of Tanner, uh, seeing as he won the uh, the custody of Mags' uh, ladder match yesterday. So. Maybe moving to Waco, Texas in the very near future. Well, let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> the only reason that you are property of Tanner is because <laughs> your boy had to work and couldn't make it to the custody of Max Ladder Match, brother. <laughs> you'll, you'll have to challenge Tanner for the rats to be, to be my pappy, I suppose. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's hilarious. <laughs> For the record, shout out to Five Nerds Go. I was scheduled to be on the show, but I worked late. Um, so and it caught me off guard. So uh luckily Mags didn't get adopted by me, which would have been hell for him. But I'm coming. Mags, <laughs> we coming for you, brother. Oh, oh. <laughs> um so look, man. Uh, we, I was just talking to my my boy a few minutes ago before I got home, and I was thinking, my God, what a week we got coming up! And I'm not just talking about wrestling. Of course, in wrestling we have AEW Dynamite tonight, um, Crossroads, Tully Blanchard's wrestling for the first time in years. Um, Shaq is wrestling tonight. Shaq. Yeah, Paul White. Don't call me Big Show is debuting tonight. NXT tonight is um, the uh, NXT Women's Tag Team Championship big match. Um, Adam Cole has to, again, keep speaking for what he's been doing. Like, there's a lot going on tonight. But just in general, in life, like, UFC 259, three championship matches this Saturday. God damn, that's going to be a banger. A banger. After last week's... Uh, Turd in the punch bowl event, which was just such a letdown. Um, and, and the poten- yeah, and the potential on that card as well was so so much. I mean, with the likes of like Jimmy Rivera and Pedro Munoz, they, those two are animals. Uh, Nikita Kralov, who is spinning people's jaws, uh, Ankaliev, who just is just a submission machine, and then you've got two knockout uh, artists with uh, Rosenstruck and, and Cyril Gagne. And, no, no, no match on the main card could even produce a finish. It was, 
it was a it was a drag to watch, an absolute drag. Hey man, you know you get some of those, and th- that mm-hmm. is the the that's the pros and the cons of MMA mm-hmm. because it's not scripted. So like sometimes you're just gonna have really bad fights. Yeah, I mean I, I can't but, complain because since way into this pandemic era, UFC have delivered week on week with absolute banging cards with with hungry fighters as well, fighters who were trying to make a name for themselves. Uh, and yeah, this was just a, a one poor fight in a, in a run of many many good um, events. So I, I can't complain, but yeah, it was such a drag to get through. You're right, man. But this weekend, we got Peter Yan versus Aljamain Sterling for the Bantamweight Championship. You have Amanda Nunes, the best in the world, versus Megan Anderson. For Is she doing women's bantamweight or is she doing women's fe- feather- featherweight? Yeah, featherweight. Featherweight, okay. And then you have Ad- Israel Adesanya, the stylebender, moving up from 185 to uh, 205. He's already the middleweight champion, moving up to light heavyweight to fight Jan Blachowicz. Thank you, Pacey Tony, for telling me how to say that correct. For the light heavyweight championship, uh, crazy shit. And then, on top of that, coming to America, the, the sequel comes out this weekend. For all you parents out there, Raya and the Last Dragon comes out this weekend. And, if you're a basketball fan, NBA All-Star Weekend is this weekend. Like, my, what? Why? Don't don't sleep. Oh, oh! I forgot. AEW Revolution. Somebody gonna blow up that Sunday, bro. Yeah, it's weird that they've actually switched it to a Sunday as well. Uh, I mean, I, I wonder if it's because of all the competition that they had with with, with sports over the, this weekend. Three letters: U F C. Yeah. You don't challenge that. You don't challenge that card. I mean, let's go through these three title matches. Uh, let's pick some winners. So, okay. bantamweight title, Petty Yan. The guy's a beast. Uh, probably the hardest hitter. Probably the best. Maybe, yeah, I'd, I'd argue he's the best boxer in the whole of the UFC. Um, Ooh, in the entire UFC? His skills are unreal. His skills are unreal. I mean, maybe you could say Max Holloway is as good. Um, Max Holloway is a fantastic boxer, absolutely. mm -hmm. Um, But Aljamain Sterling has been on another level for for a time. That guy should have got the title shot probably before Petter Jan for me and certainly before Jose Aldo got his title shot. Um, Who have you got? Who have you got in this one? So, man, look. I we, we talked about this on the weave, and I so I I am not as uh, well versed in Aljamain Sterling's history. I've seen maybe one fight of his, mm-hmm. but I have been w- paying attention to his interviews and looking at highlight packages and things of this of of recently of this past week or so. I feel like the kid is ready. I just it feels like this. It feels like a lot of title changes. This this like. This weekend, mm-hmm. and I feel like this is the first of two. Well, it, he hasn't lost since I think 2017, uh, oh, when he was uh, knocked out by uh, Marlon Moraes, um, and he's just gone on an absolute take. He uh, he beat Henning Barrow, he's beat Cordy Stammen, 
Um, he's beat Jim Rivera, Pedro Munoz, who both fought at the weekend. Uh, he beat Corey Sandhagen uh, last year. Uh, it's been a while since he fought, about nearly, nearly a full year since he fought, so maybe there's a little bit of ring rust there. Uh, and then you're going up against someone with just clear knockout power in Petter Yam. Uh, this yeah. guy just just kills fools, absolutely kills them. Um, but but like much, like, much like the main event, though, you got to hit him. <laughs> All that power don't mean nothing if you can't hit him. And you've got to stay on your feet. And Aljamain Sterling is, if he's one good, his best skill is taking people down. Um, so, yeah, I think I've, I've, I've got to go with, I, I want Aljamain Sterling to win. It's as simple as that. I think he's, uh, I think he's primed, he's ready. He's had his, he's had his blips where he maybe kind of like learnt lessons uh, um, from from losses. Uh, but, yeah, I think, I think he's ready. Uh, it'll be... Cool to see him win that win that towel. So I'm going Aljamain Sterling for that one. Agreed with you, sir. Now I don't I don't mean to disrespect Megan Anderson, but I'm not going to waste my time even talking about this fight because the best fighter. I said, look, Kurt Angle said this, and it was one of the one of the one of the dopest bars I've ever heard a human say, not a wrestler, a human. Amanda Nunes is the best thing going, and. In, in, in a four-sided ring, in a six-sided ring, or in an eight-sided ring. Amanda Nunes is the best fighter walking this earth, male or female. Any fighting discipline you want to pick. Nobody is better than Amanda Nunes right now to me. And if, if Megan Anderson lasts, if, if she lasts ten minutes, two rounds, I will be shocked. And that's no diss to Megan Anderson. Because she could really have a run if, <laughs> if Nunes wasn't in the division. She could have a run as a champ. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, she she has beat uh, Kat Zingano. Um, she, uh, I think her last fight out, she beat uh, Norma Dumont. The one thing she's got over uh, over Nunes is is hat. She's a lot taller, and, it, and it's harder to punch upwards than than anything in in MMA. Um, but yeah, you can't. I mean, this this woman is a beast. She's 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 got to be in the argument for pound for pound best fighter in the UFC. So yeah, I've, I've got to go with Anne still. Absolutely. Now, the this is I mean this is the big one. I mean, phew, unbeaten Adesanya, unbeaten twenty and all, moving up to light heavyweight to take on one of the hardest hitters again in that division. Um, someone who, who really paid his dues in MMA and it was so cool to see him finally get to the top and, and, and win win the title. Um, can he retain it? Oh. That's a big that's a big question. If if any middleweight could make that jump up it, it's gotta be Adesanya. My issue is that he's walking around at like one night two, um, and the move up to, um, oh, wow. yeah. it, it's a big move from middleweight. It's it's arguably the biggest move in MMA. Well, in UFC especially, uh, if you look at the majority of the other double champions, it's all within ten pounds. So you're looking at like one forty five to one fifty five, etc., etc. Moving yep. up twenty pounds is a is a big big game and. 
But you've got to catch him. I mean, you've, to hit him, you've got to catch him. And uh, if there's one thing he's very good at is not getting hit. I just can't see past Black, uh, Blackwich cracking him and and hurting him, though. I think he's a loser. You think it? Wow. Okay. So, first and foremost, let me put my promoter hat on. <laughs> Uh, and it, my brother Christopher Platt would this would be the moment where he'd tell you that everything is wrestling, right? So, like, UFC is more scripted than WWE sometimes, he would tell you that, but nonetheless, promoter's dream would be Izzy winning this and bringing John Jones back to his division for one more fight. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the end, that's what Dana that's what wants. You, that's what you would want because that's yes, exactly. Because J- Bones wants to go to the heavyweight division. And Bone Stipe is still a dope matchup, I think. But I think three years in the making with Adesanya really just talking mad shit about Jones forever would be a hell of a, a, a would be a hell of of a, of a fight. Um, but I'm gonna cite you a boxing fight, and this reminds me a lot of. And I I mean no respect to Black Black Blakowicz. no disrespect. But you remember the fight with Roy Jones Jr. versus Frank Ruiz. Okay. And Roy Jones Jr. moved up from light heavyweight to heavyweight and won the, the heavyweight championship. Mm-hmm. Now, Roy Jones and Adesanya have a lot in common. They both are dynamic strikers who are very cocky and, and love to kind of dodge. And, and they, they don't block, they dodge. They're, they're very Anderson Silva-esque, right? Yes, absolutely. They are almost near impossible to hit. But not like Floyd Mayweather. Like they, Floyd Mayweather doesn't run, but he's he's he moves. They don't move. They're just gonna bob and weave, right? Frank Frank Ruiz was a plotter. Blakowicz is not a plotter. You know, he's a. I believe he's a Brazilian uh, jiu-jitsu black belt. On top of being a uh, one of the most feared strikers in the division, mm-hmm. but it just feels like the wrong time for Jan. And I, I completely agree with you. If he gets him in the clinch, if he gets him in tight spaces and he makes him feel that left and right hand, we might be talking about a different fight. I don't think he'll let him. I don't think Izzy will get to a point where he gets in danger for long enough for Blakowicz to hurt him enough to possibly beat him. And if it goes 25 minutes... Nobody's beating Style Bender in a five-round fight on points. It's not gonna happen. You're never gonna have octagon control. You're not. So, Lukowicz got to knock him out. Okay, so that that's fair. So let's go back to some of uh, Jan's previous wins. Uh, Twenty eighteen, he got uh, a sub in the second round against Nikita Krylov. Um, Twenty nineteen, he KO'd. Luke Rockhold, and that's that's a big KO. Luke mm-hmm. Rockhold, that's a big knockout. Then he KO'd Thiago Santos uh, in the in the third round. Then uh, last year he KO'd Corey Anderson in the first round. And boys then, not give boys out. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then in uh, September last year, picked up the title by KOing. Dominic Reyes, uh, the same Dominic Reyes that 
the the MMA world said beat John Jones. So first and foremost, Reyes was maybe outside of outside of Gus, maybe his best fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you basically called me stupid on air because you ran through like six dudes he knocked out in a row. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm, I'm not. No, at the end of the day, MMA math is MMA math. What happened before doesn't necessarily uh, mean it's going to happen in this part. All I'm saying but that's, is that's a he, damning he, list. He he catches people and he puts them to sleep. That's the the problem. Uh, I don't think all, any of those fighters have got the the capabilities of, of dodging that Israel's got. But he, he's the best since Anderson. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But I do believe, I mean, you, you, you talk about Corey Anderson, uh, Tiago Santos. Uh, I mean, it's for uh, Renault, he for Jackery. He beat Jackery on decision. These are all big hitters. Uh, I don't think that Ize will have that much power. Um, the, the way Ize is going to win this fight is with lightning speed and accuracy uh, and catching uh, Jan. When he the, when he's not expecting it, that's his route to to knockout. I think if this fight goes to the ground, um, uh, Jan wins. I think if Jan catches his air and get, is able to corner him or get him for the fence, I think Jan wins. He's got more pathways to win, I think, than Izzy's got. He should. He he's defending the belt. He is the defending champion. Mm-hmm. Can we can we take five seconds to talk about how Jacare Souza should not be a light heavyweight? How he like walks around at like two fifty, <laughs> yeah, but but the guys like about five seven, five eight. Fair enough. Um, he, would, okay. he would be in the in the Daniel Cormier mold, definitely. One hundred percent. But only difference is, and no, this is DC. Only difference is he got a six pack on his six pack. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Hey, I need a decision. Blakowicz, Adesanya. You say Izzy loses. I think, I mean, the the is the is the big money favorite, uh, two to one um, on for for winning, but I, I just think if Blackwich catches him once, it'll hurt Izzy, and and yeah, I think Izzy will go down. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going with Blackwich by knockout. Yeah. Oh, if if Stylebender goes to sleep, my God. Okay, I'm gonna say Izzy. By decision, oh, but I'm gonna say by unanimous decision because this is gonna be for those of you, for those of you listening who watch kung fu movies, death by a thousand cuts. I mean, and I don't, I don't it's mean possible. The thing is, it's possible. It's absolutely I, possible. I, and I don't mean death by a thousand cuts like we saw a minute ago with Holloway and um, and Gaethje. I don't mean that. That should have been stopped. Like of like in the third round, you know what I mean? Like, I, that's the worst beating I've ever seen. I mean, give me the Ferguson one. Ferguson again? Oh, Tony yes. Ferguson. Man, look, Max Holloway and Tony Ferguson are the same person to me. Yes, Tony Ferguson. Yes, I, that is the worst the, beating I've ever seen. The uh, it's the uh, Volkanovski beatings that that Max Holloway takes. Man can't beat Volkanovski. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, so let's give it a little bit to the four side of the ring. Um, we kind of spoke about it here at the beginning of the show. Big weekend for AEW. 
mm-hmm. big night for NXT, but a big week and weekend for AEW. Uh, if there was ever a time for them to really make some noise in the public sphere, it would. I think it would be tonight and this weekend. Yeah. Uh, you got uh, Shaq coming in the middle of of uh, All Star Weekend to fight. Who's honestly no diss to Moxer Kenny, their biggest star, and Cody. And of course, it's a mixed tag, so I have to mention Jay Cargill and Red Velvet, but it's about Shaq and Cody. Mm-hmm. You have Big Show leaving WWE, coming and making his debut tonight. Um, you have Tully Blanchard, one of the greatest like hands in the history of wrestling, wrestling another match tonight for the first time since like 89 or something like that. Um, and then you got motherfuckers going to get blown up on Sunday. So it's a big it's a big weekend for them. Um I I know you sent me a link. I hadn't had a chance to read it. I have been completely indisposed for the past mm-hmm. three weeks. But Cody did his Triple H conference call. I said it that way for a reason. Those of you who know, you know. Um but there were some interesting things that was on there, right, that you saw. So please talk to me. Tell me tell me what I'm missing. Yeah, so he uh he spoke about uh, the ex- exploding barbed wire death match. Uh, he says he's only seen the, the barbed wire being wrapped. He doesn't know how it's going to look in the ring. He doesn't know how the explosions are going to work. Um, but he's, he's as excited for that as, as the majority of AEW fans. Um, he was asked a, a few questions about Big Show. Uh, and he said that it wasn't uh, a long ne- uh, negotiation process bringing him in. Uh, the the Paul was extremely motivated to get started, uh, and he's definitely going to be to be wrestling. Um, I don't like that, but okay. Hey, more power to more power to Paul White. I love it, man. So, so then he was asked about uh, Texas now being a hundred percent reopened. Uh, whether they would start touring uh, and Cody said absolutely not that they're not going to be okay. the first people into uh, into the state and they're going to approach it with the the the, the most careful way possible um and those was, of you listening understand Cody don't have the the history with Texas like Dusty and like Dustin do Cody's from Marietta Georgia yeah. Cody is very much a, a kid of Georgia he's a Georgian so he don't care about that Texas pop. He do not. Well, I mean, when when COVID first really so had he the um AW stay up in from Georgia to to uh Florida to yep. to be able to put on shows. So yeah, he's definitely got that kind of like affinity with Georgia more than he has with Texas. Um so he was asked about the the women's tournament and, and how he felt it's gone. And he's he, he praised all all the talent, said they've been absolutely amazing, uh, and he would like to do way more tournaments. He, he praised the the King of the Ring, and said he wanted to do maybe a trios tournament. Question, real quick, what were your thoughts on the tournament? Any thoughts on the on it? The match quality, outstanding. The two uh, women's matches that they've shown on um, AW Dynamite for me, have been the best two matches of each show. They were so, so good. Um, uh, I still, I don't know how I feel about the, the matches being on um, on YouTube. I, I think that they should be more focused on the main show because 
they you want to highlight these these amazing women talents why hide my way on on a youtube uh channel that gets half the views that that your dad match show gets but uh i also understand that it's a business and the women up till Rio coming back haven't been the biggest drawing uh, uh quarters so i can i can understand it's a it's a, a process but I think this tournament has been absolutely outstanding. The match quality has been superb. Uh, and I think a lot of the, the booking has been done by uh, Hikari Shida. Uh, oh, oh no. She, yeah, she, I don't know if she's been booking it, but she's been the agent. She's been putting the matches together. For, yeah. Especially for the Japanese side. Yes. Uh, and I think she's done an absolutely amazing job. Um, so, got, but, Real quick, you got... I'm sorry. I'm, I know. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm such, no, no, I'm such an asshole. Uh, tonight... Uh, we have the finals of the tournament to see who fights Cheetah on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Nyla Rose, Rio Mazanumi. Who you got? You've got to go with Na- Nyla Rose. Uh, she's she's AW star. Um, should be. Yeah, she should be. This seems to be her time. Uh, she's she's come on leaps about in the ring uh, as from uh, the. The time that she was champion, and then the matches that she's had with with Hikaru before. I think adding Vicky uh, as as her mouthpiece. At first, I didn't get it. I didn't think that she needed Vicky that much, but uh, it's grown on me. It, it does work. She's kind of brought out uh, a different side of her Nala's character, almost like a um, a beat down kind of almost bullied character, which uh, I think has got some legs and I'll be interested to see where that goes. Uh, but yeah, I think I've, I've got Nyla winning. And remember, Nyla lost it, lost the title to Sheeta originally. Mm-hmm. So that would be kind of a fun way to flip it back or to get some intrigue. And Sheeta's been fantastic, but I'm a Nyla mark. I'm here for anybody who says I break bitches. Mm-hmm. So I hope Nyla wins. No, no offense to Rio, not Rio, but Rio. Um, but I just can't see them doing that Japanese tournament and then having Joshi versus Joshi. It, it feels too. It feels too on the nose for me. Um, yeah. I could be wrong. Uh, but please continue. I apologize. I just I thought the people would be interested in seeing what you thought. No, oh, absolutely. That's fine. Um, so back to some of the topics that uh, that uh, he covered. He spoke about and uh, and something that we'll. I'll probably touch on in a, in a in a little while NXT's potential move to Tuesday, um, and this was a and this was low hanging fruit for Corey. He could have easily took the shot, uh, and I've got to praise him. He didn't. He uh, he, he 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 basically uh, said that this wasn't a war. Uh, props to NXT. They uh, they're not going to make fa- There's not going to have to be a choice for fans anymore. You can now ha- you now able to watch both. Uh, said, but the issue is there's always a competition, whether it's wrestling, whether it's another program. He said there will be another show in that slot that we'll be competing against. Uh, then. NXT are going to be competing against Dark. He said so. There's always that that kind of issue, uh, but he thinks that um, it's only good for the fans, which I, I kind of agree. Um, although I think the the community, the, the wrestling community, are just going to be bitching about numbers over two days rather than over one oh. day now. It this is such a bad thing for the fan base, I think, because the worst the 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 only thing worse than a war is when somebody wins. And fans are going to take this as AEW won 
mm-hmm. and they're gonna talk so oh, much that, shit. That, it's already happened. That's already started. One hundred percent, and and it hasn't even been it hasn't even been confirmed that they're moving yet. It's just been rumored, and and I'm I'm pretty sure it's gonna happen. Um, but it it and I, I hate it, and it, it bothers me so much off top because we still are under the impression, or I'm sorry, AEW fans are under the impression that WWE moved their show to Wednesdays when NXT's been on Wednesdays since 2012. So it's like it we're not even thinking about this regularly. Ultimately, more power to all the to all the people who get a chance to be seen by hopefully more viewers. I doubt it'll be that much more viewers than yep. watch. Uh, but yeah, man, I just I am not looking forward to this shit at all. No. I think I think this episode uh, coming up um, in, in for for uh, context tonight. I think this is a massive episode. If if NXT, I mean, if AW can't draw plus a million on Shaq and Big Show, I think it's a struggle that they're going to get a million when they're unopposed by NXT. Agreed. Anyway, so let's go back into some more of the uh, the stuff that he said on this uh, conference call. Um, he spoke a little bit about the the new um, uh, NWA kind of deal that they they've got with Fart, and he expects that to uh, to only benefit the the partnership between them and AEW. He uh, talked about uh, Dark Elevation, gives a little bit more information about what, what that show is going to be about. Um, he said it's going to focus more on uh, the, the wrestler and their character. You're going to have more like, uh, delving into backstories and, and why these wrestlers want to do what they want to do, which I think is a cool kind of like little concept. If they make this a hybrid of their road to, maybe a little hint of BTE, and some wrestling, that would be the best show of the three. Because mm-hmm. their Road 2 series is the best thing you can watch in AEW. Yeah. Their Road 2, it, like, you don't, just, much like WWE, and I'll even give Rick, Ring of Honor has some good, um, like, review shows before. But, like, the Road 2 might be the best of the bunch. Mm-hmm. Watch Road 2 on TNT uh, Saturday before the pay-per-view. Like you, everything you need to know is yeah. it is so good. That's the first time. Road two is the first time Sean Spears looked like a viable man of to me. Yeah. It took and Road I, two, I th- and the things I get from the Road two more than anything is the emotion. I think if you were kind of nonplussed by the the weekly goings on of Dynamite. You watch those road twos and they'll invest you in, in the matches coming up, even if you weren't invested in the in in the first place. I, I really have to praise AEW for that. They they've taken uh, kind of like a WWE trope of of of, in, of selling you with documentary style programs and and they've run with it and it, it really does work well for them. Yep, completely agree. And I am looking if that's what we get from Elevation, you might get my viewership on YouTube because mm-hmm. I could I could there you could not. If if I got a call from Tony Khan today and said I pay you fifty dollars a day to watch Dark, I wouldn't watch it. I have no interest in anything on that show, zero. If it was on TV, I would have no interest on anything of that show because there is nothing on that show that fucking matters. Mm-hmm. That show is that show is less the main event to me. 
Yeah, I, I totally get you. I, I've watched a couple of them, uh, like the earlier ones, but when they started getting more and more convoluted with 11, 12, 15, 18 matches, and then you, who watches a three-hour YouTube video? Do you, do, you, it's, do you know what I mean? It, it worked perfectly when it was an hour. Uh, now, yeah, not so much. Uh, and like I said, the, the results, they don't matter because it's, it's kind of like watching wrestling from the early 80s uh, into the, like, the early 90s where it's star versus jobber. So you know who's going to superstars. win. Yeah, it's superstars. Exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. wrestling challenge. Yeah. Wrestling um, challenge. Good <laughs> shout. That's it. <laughs> So the last couple of uh, points I, I wanted to pick up on, um, Cody spoke about the third hour of TNT programming. Uh, he said it definitely will not be uh, uh, an addition to Dynamite. He said there's, Dynamite will stay two hours. Uh, there's a, It's going to be a second separate weekly show, uh, and they've already got a name in place, but he, he didn't reveal it. Uh, and then he, he kind of continued on that and said that, uh, they're having some uh, big moves with uh, Turner Media, uh, looking at uh, going into uh, projects outside of wrestling and, and things like that. So, yeah, it was a, a very interesting uh, conference call with some some really cool uh, little tidbits and teasers of information. Monday, AW Dark Elevation. Tuesday, AW Dark. Wednesday, AW Dynamite. Thursday. AW, turn the lights on. Friday, AW, the rent is too damn high. Saturday, AW, I'm really tired of paying these bills. Sunday, we're blowing them up at Revolution. They're trying to go WWES and get a show on every day, it seems like. Yeah, it, but it, the thing is, it works for WWE. They throw so much, uh, so much shit at the wall, some it sticks. And that's what AEW are doing. That's not that's that's true. But the reason I the real reason I think it works for WWE on top of that is because it's not the same hundred people on one show. You you have you can expect to see regularly fifty people on Raw. Mm -hmm. You can expect to see regularly thirty five people on SmackDown. You can expect to see regularly thirty people on NXT. You can expect to see regularly. 2025 on NXT UK. You can expect to see regularly 10, maybe 12 on uh five. Like so, like they all have their own different rosters. Whereas AEW is just like I it AEW is like, you know, have you ever taken your kid to like Chuck E. Cheese or whatever the British version of Chuck E. Cheese is? And you go and you spend a, a penny or I guess a, a pence, what do y'all call coins over there? I don't know. They call pennies. We're not in the dark oh. ages. I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what they call them. Uh, and you put it in. You put it in the thing, and it mixes the stuff up, and then it pops a little ball out that has like a sticker in it. That's mm -hmm. AEW. They're literally like running like, oh, uh, go find Scorpio. He's next. Like, oh, 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 go find Nakazawa. He needs to wrestle because it's the same people on all the same shows. Mm -hmm. um, for the record. Can I give you some breaking news? You can. Beep, 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 beep. Breaking news. Junior Dos Santos has been released from the UFC. Woof. I mean, I, I have, I've been expecting it for a while, to be fair. But 
Oh. 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 And Alistair Overeem. Now that's the one I've been expecting for a while. <laughs> Overeem should have been released five years ago. Oof. That's, I mean, that's big. I mean, it's, you're right. It's, it's big for one or for another tour. <laughs> or oh, oh, the, the UFC retirement hall, as it should be called. Oh, 100%. Um, we're going to take a break, y'all. Uh, and we're going to come back and we're going to break down the show what motherfuckers blow up on. So um, while we take a break, I want you to prepare to see two grown men be destroyed uh, grotesquely. And while you're doing that, go to ProWrestlingTeals.com slash ChairShot. Buy some stuff. We have everything. What we don't have, you know what, Greg? We need to get some flak jackets because people are getting blown up on screen on Sunday. We'll be right back. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Go to powerslam.tv, promo code chairshot. Get your free month. Again, that's powerslam.tv, promo code chairshot. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Hey Max, you know what the you know what the theme for uh, Revolution should be this weekend? Go on, boom! Here comes the boom, ready or not. <laughs> Here comes the boys from the south, boom! <laughs> I mean, for for some added context, I've I've got a podcast recording of Badlands coming up, uh, and we're talking about. Uh, the greatest hardcore wrestlers in the world, um, or or forever, like forever in 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 history. And well, I can tell you, <laughs> and we know three of them. I bet. Well, I don't want to give it away because it'll ruin it for the guests. But I don't think you get three of my picks. You may get two. But you Pumpkin Foley got to be on. Pumpkin Foley got to be on there. Well, one of one of those two may not be. Onita. Mhm. And you know what? Just be, just because that's my boy, I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw the king Nick Gage on there. He 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 wouldn't be on the list, but Nick Gage is like yeah. the king of modern death. Yeah, he, he didn't make my picks. Um, but I have four. Uh, I'll tell you off off air who I've gone with. Okay. 
but for this research, I watched a lot of hardcore matches. I've had the fun of watching um, plenty of no ropes barbed wire matches. I've had the fun of watching a piranha match. Have you seen the piranha match? I have not seen an entire match, but I have seen clips of when they throw the guy in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it like, let me tell you something, bro. Look, I love wrestling. I love it. Imagine going to the arena and they sit you down. Hey, hey, Darren, we, uh, we got an idea for your match tonight. Oh, okay. Yeah. What's up? Uh, it's going to be, of course, you know, hardcore match. Oh, no big deal. That's what I do. Um, of course the ring is going to be covered in barbed wire. Oh, even better. Love it. And there's going to be a tank of piranhas in the middle of the ring. Um, what? And the way you win is by throwing your opponent in the tank of piranhas. Excuse me? What? Like, my, my first question is, where the fuck you get the piranhas from? The first question. That, the Yokohama Amazon River, apparently. <laughs> Yokohama. <laughs> That's going to be the name of our new... We're no longer head trauma, people. We are the Yokohama Amazon River Podcast. <laughs> but but I I wouldn't even care if that was the the most crazy match that I've had to watch. Uh, I've watched matches with coffins, fire coffins, scorpions, uh, alligators, and crocodiles. Yeah, it's been it's been an experience. So if this exploding barbed wire lights out whatever match lives up to that it it will be a shock because they were brutal you know so let me say this if there is one positive thing about this nonsense it is that 90% of the people watching don't know what to expect mm-hmm. so that just like the first um, hardcore match that Kenny and Moxley had when they had the barbed wire net yeah. 95% of the people had never seen that. So, like, just, and it was a relatively safe move in of just a regular standing suplex into the net. And, yeah, it's painful, but as that's the safest thing they did all night. You know what I mean? And so, like, but it looks so good because people don't aren't used to seeing that. So, like, nobody has any, any idea what to expect. Now, I know AW has a much hardcore fan base Mm -hmm. and so a lot of the fan base are diehards and a lot of them may have seen things like you have and like i have before but i'd imagine a good majority of them haven't seen that type of match i've only seen a couple and i haven't seen any in this time because i can't watch the damn um but i will say this on air the reason that me and kyle are buying the well kyle me and kyle we share we we split it so we'll he'll give me half and I'll pay half and then we'll watch it. If we don't watch it together, he'll watch it after me or before, whatever. Mm-hmm. But the reason I want to buy the show is solely because I want to see this car crash. Yeah, Being honest I mean, with you, it it's it is it's absolutely sold the show. Absolutely has ninety um, percent of the people. Even if you're not interested in AEW, you are going to get the show for that match. Because it's something the Western audience hasn't seen a lot of. Well, let's run through the card real quick. Um, 
I get my news. I I I go through my card from Wrestling Inc. Um, I I so shout out to the Chair Shot. We're not a, we're not a news organization, so I'm going from the bottom to the top, which means the least most important match to the most important match. All right. Um, you have Orange, Orange Cassidy and Chuck Taylor because Trent is hurt versus Kip Sabian and the best man Miro in a tag match. I mean, can we just speak about Miro's fortunes and how they have just gone down the toilet? His last storyline in WWE was against Bobby Lashley, who stole his wife. Now, Miro is Gamer Boy on AEW in a a pretty meaningless storyline where he's playing second fiddle to Kip Sabian. And what is Lana doing now? And what is Bobby Lashley doing now? Just think about that. Lana's probably going to be fighting for the Women's Tag Team Championships at WrestleMania. Correct. Um, Bobby Lashley is the third and the most dominating (laughs) looking black African-American WWE champion in history. And Miro plays video games mm-hmm. and has a Twitch. Yeah. And absolutely shit on WWE in his uh, initial promo. So, yeah, so maybe the grass isn't always greener. But I, I still expect this to be a decent match. It's not the grass. It is all the... Every performer does not need to have creative control. Mm-hmm. And... I'm not I, look. I, I I am a big proponent of you know what. Some sometimes you gotta learn the hard way. And if this if AEW wasn't a, a multi million dollar company with a with a million dollar uh, TV deal and and seen an eighty plus million dollar home, fuck it. Who cares? Let them learn. Mm-hmm. You're this this is not a learning fed anymore. This is a fed that's out to make money and significant money. Mm-hmm. And in a case like that, boys can't have a book, and the boys can't make their own characters. You do not have creative control, homie, because this shit is stupid. Yeah, and I think there's even some. There's another aspect of it that Miro seems to be struggling with. Uh, for me, um, if you look at say like Cody, or you look at Kenny or John. You can, they can have bullet points for what they need to say, give them a mark, and they'll run with it. I mean, you've got Eddie Kingston who can cut a promo on anything and make you feel passionate for it. Miro cannot cut a promo for the laugh in him, and it shows. I want to, I want we'll, maybe we'll talk about this next week. I really want to have this conversation because. With all respect to Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, all respect to them because they're the best. I think at what I'm at this, what I'm about to say, but they're also North American. I can't think of very many non-American or non-English speakers, right? That their first language wasn't English. That when they learned English, and became a wrestler became a like a dynamic speaker because you know like the 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 biggest i think uh example of this is the guy who's really relevant now cesaro 
the only thing that's held Cesaro back in his in his entire career has been he can't talk. And when I say he can't talk, you listen to the man talk outside of wrestling. He's articulate. He's funny. He's charming. But just like Shinsuke, Shinsuke speaks perfect conversational English, perfectly. And then his promo English, and he sounds like he is no no idea what he's saying. Yeah, it's a different thing. And so I'd really be curious to go down the list and really think about, other than Kevin and Sammy, but who, like, who are good speakers who don't speak English first? I'd be curious to talk about that. We don't have to get in that today because that's too deep of a conversation. Um, yeah. well, that would be a well, good topic. And Miro falls in that category for the record. I got, I, I got Miro and Kip Sabian. They got to yeah. give Miro a bone, right? I'm, I mean... D- d- does Miron Kips even win the blow off though? Do you not have the the faces go over for the blow off? I don't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm, I mean, just just to be pinnacled, then I'm going to go with best friends win it. Okay. Uh, okay. I'm I'm not mad at that. Um, I tell you this: Orange Cassidy needs to get away from best friends as quick as he can. No diss. Best friends are fantastic. But Orange Cassidy has went, gets plummeted in the past six months. Yeah, since Jericho, since that storyline where he, he looked like he was on the cusp of something huge. And yeah, and, and he's definitely, he's cooled his jets, definitely. So I got to give credit to a match that I think is dumb as fuck on paper, but they have worked hard as hell to sell the shit out of this. My favorite wrestler in AEW, Mr. Hangman Page. Is facing big money Matt Hardy in a match that if the winner will receive the opponent's 2021 quarter one earnings, it is the stupidest stuff. But they have sold me. I'm actually interested in this match. So, yeah, I mean, it just feels to me like um, treading water for Page until he can fit in the 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 kind of redemption art with with Kenny. Um, I hope this leads to him being uh, more in, ingrained in, in the Dark Order because I really want to see where that goes with uh, Adam in the Dark Order. I want to see him put up the claw. But, yeah, it's, it, I think it'll be a fun match. Adam's been superb uh, in ring. Matt can still go of a fashion. Uh, it's not going to smash his skull on the floor like the, the feud with Sammy Guevara. So, yeah, it's, it should be a decent decent enough match. I don't want to see Adam join for two reasons. Number one, I was hoping he'd be the leader of the new Four Horsemen if they were going to do that shit. Hopefully they don't, so I'm very happy that they haven't. But secondly, with Brody gone, nobody should be the front of that group, but minus one. And, and, and evil Uno, because Uno was always a spokesperson. Mm-hmm. Other than that, nobody else should lead. And so, you know... I, I, so with Adam joining is eventually gonna clearly he's gonna be the leader, right? Or, or the like Bullet Club says he's the front man, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't want that only because the idea of minus one taking over from his father and them acquiescing to a 10 year old, 12 year old kid is the funniest thing to me. And, um, and I, Especially with Reynolds and Silver and Vance, like they play off of them so well. And I, I always hated that I love Brody 
God, I love Brody. Rest in peace, my man. But I hated that that kind of killed the idea behind Uno and Grayson being the, not the leaders, but the, the mouthpiece. Because yeah. they, they started it all. Yep. I mean, it makes sense. Uh, but it, it, that seems to be the storyline that they're going down, surely. That uh, Adam is somehow a part of the the Dark Order. I think you're right. I don't. I, I don't think the Dark Order particularly need a leader. I think how they kind of all vibe off each other now, especially with the uh, uh, BTE stuff. Uh, I think it's it's working really well, and I think it'd be more respectful to to Brody to to keep that tradition and and obviously involve minus one. Uh, but yeah, I've, I've got uh, Adam Page winning. Um, I got I got Hangman too, and I I want you to know how hilarious. Like one thing Matt Hardy's good at is being ridiculous, and it ridiculous Matt Hardy when he realizes he lost his quarter earnings would be hilarious. <laughs> um, I got Hangman as well. Um, let's talk some Casino Tag Team Battle Royal. Yes. So of course, with the history of these casino matches, the winning team receives a future tag title match. And this is a a tag team battle royal in every sense of the word, but both members <coughs> excuse me. Both members of each uh team must be uh eliminated. You got Bear Country, you have uh Alice Reynolds and John Silver, three and six. You have uh Uno and Studos, you have Proud and Powerful. Santana Ortiz. You have uh, future New Japan tradies, the Butcher <laughs> and the Blade. <laughs> you have Private Party, and you have Top Flight. So, sir. I mean, I, first of all, I don't get why it's still being called a casino tag team battle royal. Oh, I, I get mean, why now. I can tell you why now. Because there's going to be a a a, 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 a lack of a, a, a wild card team coming. Well, there probably will be, which I wouldn't be surprised. But no, because they're going to they're keeping it because they started it, of course, with double or nothing. But they got that stupid ass casino game. Oh yeah, I've I've downloaded that. And it's terrible. I've look. I read the reviews, and the reviews told me it was terrible. <laughs> um, but for me, I just think. The casino stuff works at double or nothing. It works at all in slash all out. I don't think it, it does. It work at Revolution. I don't think it does. But it's still going to be a fun um, um, opener, I suppose. I assume that this would be the opener or even the pre-show match. Um, I mean, it's a pick'em for me. I, I'd like to see uh, Santi, uh, Santana and Ortiz get another shot at the belts. Um, I mean, could you, imagine, could you imagine if, I mean, we'll talk about it in a little bit, but if we get Inner Circle versus Inner Circle? I'd like that, um, especially with uh, Sammy quitting. That would definitely be interesting. Um, I just hate, I hate Proud and Powerful didn't get, didn't get, I mean, I know why they didn't win the belts a couple weeks ago. It makes sense. Uh, I just want them to be utilized better. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm going to go with just because of, the popularity and the growth. I think three and six got a real chance to win this thing. And 
depending whatever team they face, whether it's the Bucks or whether it's uh, Jericho and MJF, which we'll talk about in a, in a little bit. Either team, Silver and Reynolds can work off of because technically the Dark Order are heels, but they're so lovable and Brody that like they're kind of the good guys now. Yeah. You know, yeah. like you, I don't know what what the deal is, but like you want to cheer for them, but they do dastardly things. So, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be unhappy with um, Reynolds and Silver winning. I think uh, John Silver has been a revelation, an absolute yes. revelation. The way they've just let his character run, uh, I think he's brilliant. I, I just. You see him on the, on the screen, and you know he's going to do something stupid, or you know he's just going to make you laugh. Yeah, he's, he's a a great get for for AEW, and uh, um, he's and he's going to be a massive star. So yeah, I wouldn't be happy with I wouldn't be unhappy with with them winning. I'm I've, I really love, and I feel like a lot of this is Brody, but Silver is going to be a star. Preston Vance, number ten, is already on his way to being a star. Mm-hmm. Alan Angel's got some ways to go, but I think he's interesting enough to do some different things with. Reno Reynolds may not be a star on his own, but he's he can be Angelo Dawkins, right? He can be a he can. I love Angelo. That's not a diss. That's not a diss at all. He can be the second on the tag team that can hold yeah. their own. That's what I mean. He can be the uh, Isaiah Cassidy. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's a diss. <laughs> that's a diss. Uh, we know who the Jeff Hardy is of that team. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know about yeah. So, so who do you got? Are you with me in three and six? No, I'm still gonna go with uh, uh, Proud and Powerful. Okay. Okay. I'd love to see it. Um, in the same now, this is what I don't get. In the same night, you have another multi-man match, the face of the Revolution ladder match, which should have been there. The this that should be the staple other than the casino match but um seven man ladder match the winner receives a future awtnt championship match of course cody cody i gotta be in everything rose is in it of course uh you have penta l uh l nombre mill de mill penta of i have a million names uh these penta I'm not going to say all them damn syllables. Penta. Um, you got Scorpio Sky. Shout out to Scorp. You have Lance Archer, Murderhawk. Babyface Lance Archer is interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I thought it was seven people. It may be just six. There were two more people involved, but I've heard that, like, I know Anthony Bowens, not Bowens, uh, Max Caster has a opportunity yeah. tonight to make it. I know he's got, Vance, he's got, he's got a match against ten. Max Castro against okay. 10, and, and then there is Aww. another one. I want both of them to be in. Give me Castor and 10. Well, tough. You can't. You can only have one. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so, and you said there's a, a, a battle royal for the last spot? Is that what you said? I don't know what the match is for the last spot yet. Uh it, it, Well, it'll have to be on today's tonight's show, I would assume. Um. So, yeah, I've I've no idea what the the last match the last match is going to be involved. But I mean, it'd be cool if it was both uh, uh, Ten and Caster. 
Well, I, I, the reason I wanted to be both tending casters because they're the only two interesting people. I don't mean interesting in terms of wrestlers, because all four of those, Cody, Penta, Archer, and uh, Scorp, were interesting in their own right. But they don't, like, I've, I've seen them do everything. I want to see new people get new opportunities. I want to mm-hmm. see 10 get an opportunity at that championship. I want to see that you like, you like the big man versus the little man. Preston Vance versus Darby could be fun. I'd like to see maybe Max Caster get a shot at it and see uh, maybe a tag team go after a single belt and see what, what they do against to maybe to see the acclaimed cut, have them cut a rap on sting, you know, like some, it'd be interesting, but you know what, you know, who's going to win this damn match. You know, who's going to win this damn match. You know, who's going to win this match. Well, you know, who's winning this match. It's Carter. Clearly Carter. Is the face? I mean, what, I don't get why it's called the face of the revolution ladder match. It's getting kind of like on the uh, WWE territory with uh, with the to wake to wake trophy and uh, the winner of the greatest Royal Rumble and getting a big green belt. Uh, but I mean, I, I like I everybody in know. the match so far. Wants you to know. That you are the winner of the world today because you remembered the name of that god awful trophy from Saudi Arabia, <laughs> the To Wake Trophy. I am a maven of wrestling facts. I didn't remember the name of that trophy. Well, I mean, I remember some useless, useless junk, and that is one of them. <laughs> okay, so we both got Cody, of course. Yeah. Then we got, we got a street fight between Team Taz. We got Brian Cage. I refuse to call that man the FTW champion. That's some bullshit. We got, but we got Cage and we got slick ass Ricky Starks. Shout out to the homie Hook, who got the <laughs> best got the best throws in the game. And they're fighting Darby Allen and, and Old Man Sting. Old Man Sting took a power bomb to show the boys he can take bumps. So he actually gonna go out here and try to wrestle. Yeah, I'm terrified. I am ter. I was at Night of Champions when he retired. I was at that pay per view. That was in Houston when he got buckle bombed and like lost all feeling in his body. I was there. I am not looking forward to seeing Sting almost die on my screen. Yeah, and then he's partnered with someone who attempts to kill himself every time he enters a ring with the with the coffin drop, which is gonna. Very much cut his career short one of these days. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm can't say I'm. I'm. I was never a big Sting fan anyway. WCW wasn't really something that I watched a lot of, uh, so I don't have that kind of love for Sting. I respect what he's done. He's been an absolute superstar, but yeah, um, I don't want to see a Sting match. So hopefully this won't be a long match. Hopefully Darby will take a lot of the action. Sting can come in, uh, hit his big moves, and and pick up the win. But, yeah, I'm not looking forward to it. Me neither, but we got to pick a winner. Yeah, Darby and Sting win. Surely. Yeah, you know what? I was about to say some stupid shit. You're right. They're not going to let Sting come back. They're definitely not, especially with, you know, because AEW is such a marked company. Well, well, Sting lost his first match at WWE WrestleMania. Oh, Sting, Sting, he's going to squash Brian Cage. They're going to lose it three and a half minutes. (laughs) <laughs> just just to put Sting over. Brian Cage and Ricky Starks are going to be led in the middle of the street, ready to take the, the Scorpion Deathlock done. No bumps, <laughs> just over. 
<laughs> Finger poker doom style. Yeah, I'm right. Okay. Championship matches. Let's try to run through these pretty quick because we've been on there a minute. Um, tag team championship: the Bucks versus Jericho and MJF. The the story of Jericho and MJF has been one of the low key one of the best stories they've been telling. This it's been taking too much time on screen, but it's been a great story being told, even to the point where MJF is tearing apart. We know that like person by person, MJF versus Sammy Guevara in the summer is gonna be fun as hell. Yeah. But is the, the partnership has to almost win the championship, don't they? They got to win the tag titles here. You'd think so. I mean, for me, this kind of old storyline almost jumped the shark with the the dinner debonair stuff. Uh, but they was they were able to rein it back in and get me reinvested. Um, then you've got the uh, the Good Brothers, the the stuff they've been causing trouble for for the books. Um, they, I think the Good Brothers cost the books the titles, and I think we see uh, Jericho Ooh. and MGF as champions. I like that. I like that's actually you. That's interesting. Okay, I can rock with that. Um, yes, I but I agree. Jericho and MGF win for more storyline reasons than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, Sheeta is defending her women's championship against the winner of the the AEW title eliminator. I think both of us picked Nyla, right? Yeah. And I think we both bo- both said earlier that we think Nyla's going to get her title back here. Mm-hmm. No, yep. look, Hikaru Shida, give her her flowers. She has had a fantastic reign. She was been given back practically nothing and has made lemonade out of water and ice. So give her credit. Um, but I just think Nyla is too big in what AEW could be. Yeah. So uh, we're both uh, we're both there. She will be a four, five, six, seven time women's champion, depending mm-hmm. on how long she stays there. But let's talk about some blow up bullshit. We got motherfuckers about to die on screen for our for our clicks and for our views. Kenny, Kenneth Tyson Smith Omega, Oshmega, Oshmega, right? <laughs> shout out to the shout out to the homie Tama is defending the AW Championship against John. Don't call me Dean Ambrose Moxley. In an exploding barbed wire deathmatch. Do you do you win by pinfall? Or is it just do you win by when you blow somebody up and like a body part becomes dismembered? I don't know. <laughs> is it No, it, is it, this a is this are we going full on celebrity deathmatch? <laughs> well, met claymation. <laughs> I'll allow it. <laughs> uh, no, I think I think you have to uh, get your opponent to uh, submit or or get a pin. Uh, the exploding is is literally just it's just fireworks in in in, the, in the corner post. <laughs> time out, time out. Can you imagine putting a submission on and all of a sudden, boom? <laughs> I have watched. Barbed wire, barbed wire, exploding, uh, exploding board, time bomb matches where there's a clock on the script on on uh, like at the side of the ring, and when it, when it counts down to the last minute, there is an explosion. The ring does I've explode. Seen. It, I've seen that. It, yeah, it, it's it's brutal. Uh, but I don't think this is going to be as bad as that. These are these are definitely going to be PG fourteen version. Uh, <laughs> 
So it'll be have, some. Wait, have you met John Moxley? <laughs> have you met John Moxley? I, I just I don't think the 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 owners of TNT uh, are going to be looking to have someone murdered on on screen. This is on pay per view, baby. We're paying for this. Well, you might as well just you might as well have porn. You might as well have <laughs> screw in the middle of the ring. This is pay per view, baby. Fair enough. I mean, um, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun match. Um, and you can tell that this is a, something that that Kenny has wanted to do for a long, long time. Uh, and obviously, John and his CZW roots. Um, he's all in on this. So, um, I'm. Uh, it's going to be a spectacle. I think Kenny wins. Um, yeah, there's no, there's no way Moxley wins this damn match. And I no. think that. W- that was telegraphed even more for me when he retained his uh his US uh, IWGP US title against uh against Kenta. So I think we're gonna see a lot more of Moxley in, in New Japan. So perhaps Moxley takes a little bit of time off after this, goes and does the Death Rider thing for a while. Uh, but yeah, see Kenny William. Moxley needs to take some time off after this and have his baby. Mm-hmm. Go be a father. Perhaps that's what he'll do. Well, I guarantee you, if he gets blown up in this match, you'll have quite a bit of time to heal. <laughs> um, AW Revolution, ladies and gentlemen, you can buy it uh, on uh, Bleach Report Live mm-hmm. this weekend in America and Fight TV everywhere else. Yes. Uh, you know what? Go buy it. Support. I'm, I'm a big proponent of supporting what you like, um, and I will be purchasing. I will be. Uh, yep. I will be watching. Um, I, and so we'll. Mine's already purchased. Well, so we'll have a report up for you of somewhat. I, we might not do a full-on recap, but we'll talk about the show next week on Head Trauma. <laughs> talk about a, a name that's apropos for next week. Head Trauma on a exploding barbed wire death match. I think that's appropriate, sir. Um, so uh, we've hit you with a lot today. Um, I appreciate you listening. We appreciate you listening. Um, we thank you for being a part of this journey that we have called Chair Shot Radio. We appreciate you getting some head trauma with your boys. Um, don't forget to go to www.prowrestlingtees.com slash the chair shot. Buy some shirts. We got to get you a shirt, Max. We'll talk about that. We got to get one of your shows a shirt. A Badlands shirt. Badlands, baby. Let's go. Um, you know, and of course, don't forget, you know, uh, hashtag journalism. Jesus did the job. The original Corona shirt, not the virus, but the Corona bottles. Uh, Save tag team wrestling. A winner is you. Bandwagon nerds. Everything you could want and more. You can get them soft style and make it feel out good on your body and whatnot. Um, don't forget to check out all the rest of the shows. Uh, Chair Shot Radio got we. It's a different show with a different talent every day. We are putting out high quality content. Uh, both Mags and myself are part of like 17 different podcasts. So if you like <laughs> us, listen, um, you know, and of course, the chairshot.com, we're not just podcasts. We do have the best editorials and columns in the game, uh, sports entertainment and sports entertainment. It's not a website. It's a movement. I don't know how many more superlatives I could throw out, but I'm going to throw it to you, sir, to tell the good people where they can find you. So, you can find me after an hour and 18 minutes of quality content 
at DAJ Kirby. Uh, yeah, I've got plenty of podcasts. I now I'm owned by Tanner from uh, Head, Headlock Talk and Radio Techers, so you need to book me for him anything. You've got to go through my uh, my, my boss now. Uh, so, yeah, that's where you can find me. That's what he thinks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at Israel Cash, of course. That's R-E-Y as in Mysterio, C-A-S-H as in dollars. Um... My my ladies, my gentlemen, everybody in between. Big ass weekend this weekend. Big ass week this week. I hope and pray you find something good and enjoyable out of it. We damn sure will. Um, I'm enjoying the hell out of my weekend. Um, great fights, great sports, great movies, and uh, we'll be back with that bullshit next week. Um, remember, if anything you didn't like on the show. It was Mr. Tolly's fault. Love you, Paul. And what you tell the people, my my brother? You should always use your head. <laughs>